ladies, I have another guest, and uh, my guest is here in McAllen, and I'm going to let her introduce herself with her and her favorite scripture. Hi, everybody. I'm Sierra Fettis. I'm here in McAllen on Upas Avenue and 10th. I am the owner and coach at the Self Center. We are located inside Bohemian Place. And uh, my favorite scripture is Luke 10, which is where Jesus gathers after doing the Mount, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. He gathers 72 people, separates them into pairs, and then sends them out before him, not to talk to every person on the road, not to go into every house, house to house, but to really go to the people that are called to accept Jesus before he arrives. And that is just a scripture that, for me right now, building my business, Growing in my household and my family and being strong in uh, my faith has been really um, in my heart lately. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And and guys, you're just going to have to excuse me. I say the word awesome a lot and I do realize that, but that's how I feel. So, you know, I've tried to take it out, but I'm just going to roll with it, okay? Because I, I do believe things are awesome. That's just my personality. All right. Um, now, what are the mo are you the most passionate about about your business and what you do here at your business? Uh, spreading love. Um, so for me, I feel like God has called us to love each other, to support each other in any way that's possible, and especially with the gifts that He's given us. So for me, I am just passionate about being able to support the people that come into my life, that come into my studio, into my business, into my world. And being able to love on them, pray over them, and being able to help them any way that I can. That is great. That is great. Now, how long... Um, okay, just tell us a little bit about what you do. So I'm a holistic life coach. What that means is I utilize different things to help people overcome obstacles and reach their goals or even figure out their goals. Some people don't mm -hmm. know what, what goals they might have. That's true. So when I meet with somebody for the first time, I kind of say, mm -hmm. okay, what is it that you want to create? What do you want out of life? What beauty do you want to bring into this world? At the end of your life, one of the questions I love to ask is, at the end of your life, what do you want written on your tombstone? Mm. And I know that's a really scary question sometimes mm -hmm. when people think about their own death. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of that one is that it's not death. Mm -hmm. We get to go and say, stay with our Savior, meet our Lord, meet our Father. But then also, we get to leave behind a beautiful legacy. So for me, it's what is that legacy that you want to leave behind? And how can I help you fulfill that? So then I create, I help with my clients mm -hmm. create a series of smaller goals. Mm -hmm. And we work through those goals using art therapy processes. Oh, I love we art use therapy. body work. So mm -hmm. I'm a massage therapist and a uh, fitness coach. Oh. We do fitness, stretching, movement, exercises that kind of get you in your body, in your mind, and then also at the same time out of your body and out of your mind mm -hmm. to be able to reach those goals. Awesome. Well, how long have you been doing this? Oh, I have been a fitness and movement expert for about 15 years. Um, I've been a massage therapist for 12, and mm -hmm. I recently got moved into the life coaching spectrum about three years ago. Oh, man, that's good. Um, now, what is one thing you wish you had known before you got started? Anything that you wish you had known before? 
to have more fun ah. and to not take myself so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, to enjoy the process, yeah, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's something that, um, for me, when I was getting my master's, it was always something that was told to us, just trust the process and enjoy it. Right. I didn't understand what that meant. Now it's really sinking in. It's like, <laughs> enjoy the process, have fun. Life is meant to be fun and enjoyed. So yes. enjoy it. Yes, yes. And besides that, you know, God leads the way. So that's awesome. Um, Now, how has your journey changed you? How have you changed from the beginning to now? Oh, well, there's lots of journeys that I've taken. Yeah, Yeah, that's a tough question, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah, so for me, my journey has changed me with realizing that God is always on my side, one, and and first and foremost, he's always on my side and he's always looking out for me. Mm -hmm. And with that is that life is happening for us Mm -hmm. and not to us. Mm -hmm. And taking that into my heart and making sure that I remember that because I've experienced, I mean, I've lost both my parents already. I'm Mm -hmm. 35 and Mm -hmm. I've already lost both of them. Mm -hmm. And I have siblings, I have family, but they're very far away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And, and I'm just being able to sit in with God's presence Mm -hmm. and say, trust him Mm -hmm. and know that he is doing everything in my life for me to grow me, Mm -hmm. but then also to send me out Mm -hmm. to his other, Mm -hmm. his other people that he loves to be able to help them as well. Oh, that is so nice. Okay. Now tell me about a time in this business that you wanted to give up, was there a time, or maybe there wasn't a time, but has there been a time where you just thought, hmm, I'm not sure if this is working? Absolutely. <laughs> there has been a time. There have been many um, Yeah, the, one of the biggest was when my dad passed away in oh, 2013. Yes, I, that, yeah, yeah, I was a performer here in the Valley, mm-hmm. and I was traveling all over the United States and then also mm-hmm. into Mexico to perform, to teach, to choreograph, to dance, and I was loving life. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he passed, my walk with God kind of fumbled a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was in this in a lot of emotional turmoil, yeah. and that became really difficult to yeah. really move my career forward. When I decided to get into coaching was really when it kind of just came back together. Oh, I nice. realized that body work, art, movement can really come together to heal the body, heal the mind, mm-hmm. and heal so many traumas that we've experienced mm-hmm. throughout our life. And when when I started that journey as a master's degree student mm-hmm. back in 2017, mm-hmm. and that really allowed me to continue the work, mm-hmm. realize what the process was, mm-hmm. trust it, and just fall deeply into God's love to mm-hmm. really direct me where to go. And that was the hardest, scariest, mm-hmm. and most supportive that I've ever experienced. Awesome. Well... So then after, after you, your dad passed away and you um, got your degree and it moved forward, what kind of progressed after that? How did you get here? Mm-hmm. So I decided to take a year off of working and being here in the Valley and I decided mm-hmm. to travel. I spent a year, well, what was supposed to be a year in Thailand, mm-hmm. teaching, learning, really honing in on meditation, contemplative practices, art therapy, 
and also finishing my degree and that was right after my mom passed away mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to center myself before I could help mm -hmm. anybody else mm -hmm. one of those you have mm -hmm. to fill your own cup before you can pour to others mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that helped me to be able to get onto a better path mm -hmm. and fill myself up and take care of myself mentally, mm -hmm. spiritually, physically, so that I can then come back and return. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't spend the whole year in Thailand. Mm -hmm. I, it was cut short because of pandemic, oh, um, but yeah. I was able to return and, yeah. and got called back to the valley, um, as I have been so many times after going to school yes. and going away and exploring. Um, got called back to the valley and knowing that this is this is where home is yeah. and this is where my heart is and this is where um, where I need to grow and all the community our community mm -hmm. is what mm -hmm. uh, is leading me to help them. Okay, awesome. Well, um, what advice would you give someone that wants to go into this field? Mm. Spend more time in your heart. Mm -hmm. Being able to. Spend time with yourself, listen to your voice, listen to what God is telling you. Mm -hmm. um, in prayer, ask, ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I have always prayed and asked God to show me what he wants in my life, show me how I can better serve him, and show me what gifts he has given me to help the people around me. And I think that has been an amazing blessing it's been scary at times, but it's also been comforting mm -hmm. to know mm -hmm. that there is this plan and to see it unfold um, through the years to coming to here. That's good. That's good. Um, now, what have you listened to or what book have you read? Anything that you have um, read or listened to lately that um, has inspired you? There's two um, that I think of. Yeah. So one yeah. is Prosperous Coach, and it talks about, uh, it's a book for coaches mm -hmm. who are looking And that's at, coaches of any type or just your field? Coaches of any type. Oh, mm -hmm. good, good, good. Coaches of any type, mm -hmm. business, professional, yes. personal. Awesome. I yeah, like any, any coaches. Mm -hmm. um, and it is really looking at how can we serve God better mm -hmm. and allow him to work through us mm -hmm. through our coaching. Mm -hmm. And it talks about being able to serve in love. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, one of my favorite, another one of my favorite scripture lines is, just love your neighbor as you would yourself. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's being able to share that love mm -hmm. is so important. Mm -hmm. um, another one is strength, strength to Love, which is behind mm -hmm. you. Um, I have that near my desk because I love it so much. It is actually a sermon that Martin Luther King Jr. wrote and spoke oh. on. And it is about loving each other, being yes. able to accept each other as you are, yes. not to pass judgment, mm -hmm. and just to be able to help and support and mm -hmm. lift up the people mm -hmm. around you as much yeah as that's very important important and especially right now it mm -hmm. seems like people are struggling in that area yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right now who are three people that have been most influential to you if you have three mm -hmm. if not i mean but at least three possibly the one, it would be my mother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, she was what we call a professional volunteer. Mm -hmm. She was always involved in the community. She was very big in the medical oh, field here in the Valley. Awesome. And I have always looked up to her. And she was the one that really got me into personal development mm -hmm. back when I was very, very young. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how important it was mm -hmm. until now that I'm older looking at mm -hmm. what I know and how much I 
dip into mm-hmm. those memories and the mm-hmm. information she gave me from that. Mm. Moms are great <laughs> co- coaches and leaders too. Yeah. Yes. What is? Uh, oh, were there any others? Yes, there's one <laughs> more. Sorry, I moved on to the next. Yeah, so um, another one is an artist by the name of Gail Jackson. She's a Brooklyn-based artist, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was my mentor and my advisor during my graduate studies. Mm -hmm. And she is the one that helped me realize, one, not to be scared of being silly, Mm -hmm. not to be afraid of having fun and playing, Mm -hmm. um, and also to not take ourselves seriously. Exactly. Like you said before, yeah, yeah. that is something that I don't struggle with anymore as a person, but sometimes when I do the podcast and do videos, I can tell that I get in my head sometimes and I don't show my fun side. When I do these interviews, I get to show my fun side, but sometimes when it's just me and the camera, I'm like this. And I I have to try to work that in as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And who else? And um, Natalie Strasser, who mm-hmm. is a current coach that I'm working with, or mm-hmm. I'm working with her husband, who's a coach, mm-hmm. and their community of, of other a coaches. She's sure. a mentor, mm-hmm. and she is somebody that I've connected with because our stories um, line up fairly mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of what we've been through is very similar, mm-hmm. and I kind of just like being able to look at a woman who, mm-hmm. one, is powerful and strong, and is kind of a few years ahead of me and where mm-hmm. I want to be. She just had a baby, so I'm just like, oh yes, that's exactly where I want to be in a few years. Um, and and just being able to look up to somebody who's a few years ahead of me in the kind of where I want to be in life. And then somebody also who's grounded, mm-hmm. who loves sharing love and support mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's good to have, and that's another reason I do these interviews, because it's a good to have mentors and people that we can um, not compare ourselves to, but that we share something in. And it's kind of like in the Bible, the Titus 2 woman, you know, the older women, women can be there for the younger women. And sometimes the younger women can always, you know, we can always learn something new as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, what is one thing about what you do that you want to debunk? Something that is out in the world that people think about what you do but isn't really true. Mm. <laughs> um, I think one for me, one of the, the hardest things that I've had to kind of get over when I speak to clients that are like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what coaching is, right? And I'm like, no, 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 um, is kind of the difference between a coach and a consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, for coaches, we really don't always know all the answers. Mm-hmm. Consultants, sometimes, you know, you have your, your specific mm-hmm. area that you focus on. If you're a consultant of something, you you know you've been there, you, you've grown through it. Mm-hmm. As a coach... We're on this path with you with a, as a client. We're on this path together, and we're really exploring what can come up, what mm-hmm. answers are there, mm-hmm. and how can we tie this into other things that we've seen in different people or mm-hmm. different uh, experiences that we've had as a coach. Not just to give you an answer of, oh, do this, mm-hmm. but instead, what happens to explore? Mm-hmm. What happens if you do this? Mm-hmm. What happens if you do that? What other thing can you think of that might mm-hmm. help with this? And that's the yeah, and plus a coach 
or even a mentor can see things, you're expressing where you're wanting to go or where you are, and a coach sees the potential for one and also sees something in you that you may not be aware of, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And helps draw that out. It's not a cookie cutter yes. coaching. Yeah. It's getting to know the client and actually drawing out where that person is going in a natural exactly. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so what is your vision for your company in the next five years or your business <laughs> career? Yeah, I would love to grow, mm -hmm. um, have a bigger space. Right mm -hmm. now we're in one room, mm -hmm. um, and, but we do have the backyard and everything. So we, can, we evolve and ebb and flow in our current space. Mm -hmm. But I would love to have a bigger building um, and eventually, hopefully in the next five years, have a facility that's actually meant for retreats. So oh, where yeah. I have, I have that a lot would of... Be uh, well, it'd be fun also, yeah. <laughs> but that would be, yeah, that would be a yeah. really nice addition. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of virtual clients from the UK, from Australia, mm -hmm. and I would love to just kind of invite them here, mm -hmm. and even people from here, just mm -hmm. to invite them, hey, come into my space. Mm -hmm. I call this my miracle room, because oh. this is where miracles happen, yeah. and I really want to create that into a bigger space. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we can do together. Let's see mm -hmm. what miracles we can create, and how mm -hmm. can we help, how can we do that with a really intense, intensive workshop together. Mm -hmm. If working, you know, for like three hours a day for a week mm -hmm. or five hours a day for a week, mm -hmm. what would that look like? And that's mm -hmm. really what I want to create as a retreat center here. Oh, that's neat. Now, how do you stay motivated? You know, in the pandemic, a lot of us have had to ask ourselves that question. How do we stay motivated? Hmm, knowing why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Definitely the why, which can be cliche. <laughs> know your why. Yeah. <laughs> it really is important, though. It is. It is. And knowing and having that vision where you're going. Mm -hmm. I, I'm very much of the idea that a goal is where you're coming from, not mm -hmm. what you're going to. Mm -hmm. So having that goal in mind, that why, that where mm -hmm. you go, where you want to go towards, then you can step back and say, okay, how can I get to that goal then? Because I'm coming from that goal in the future mm -hmm. and then going towards it now. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is really what keeps me motivated. Oh, good, good. Um, now, how do you plan for rest and relaxation? Now we're getting to some of the fun questions. Yeah. <laughs> so that has actually come in with my favorite scripture, Luke 10, which mm -hmm. is something that I've been holding close mm -hmm. lately, um, making sure that I give myself time, one, to be with my family, mm -hmm. two, to be able to rest and relax, which is kind of the mm -hmm. whole, for me, the whole point of this business. Mm -hmm. Sharing love with mm -hmm. people, supporting them, mm -hmm. means that I also need to love myself mm -hmm. and support myself. Mm -hmm. So in the space that I have, you'll see a lot of art, you'll see like different craft projects. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I always... Try to take time between clients. Mm -hmm. One, to meditate, to pray over them before mm -hmm. and after. Mm -hmm. But then also to just say, hey, I want to paint. I want to mm -hmm. read a book. I'm going to go to the garden and just spend some time in there. Mm -hmm. If I want to dance, mm -hmm. just go and be barefoot in the grass. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we just need to reconnect with ourselves and reconnect mm -hmm. with the earth. Mm -hmm. All right, good. And hobbies, of course, your hobbies would be painting, painting and dancing. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I love reading. I love learning. 
Um, and I love cultures. So learning about different cultures, mm -hmm. um, doing art tours. Um, I am, I do love wine. So I love going to like Fredericksburg or different locations where mm -hmm. um, I can taste different wines from different, mm -hmm. um, different lands. And that's, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have a collection? Now we're, we're getting into some of the more uh, non-businessy questions, but just so that my viewers can get to know you. But do you collect anything fun? Uh, um, I would say I inherited a my mother's um, postcard collection, oh, which is from different postcards from, from all traveling. over the world. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. And I have been able to add to that. Mm -hmm. um, my fiance is not very excited about that <laughs> because it's just a lot of paper um, added there. Yeah. Um, I do also, I tried to start collecting shot glasses from different locations mm -hmm. that I traveled and it mm -hmm. just didn't stick yeah um yeah. I, I i thought the spoons like spoons and, oh, and yes, stamps were really cool locations. but yeah, yeah stick either Little, so i think um, postcards are, yeah from yeah traveling so postcards i think yeah well, and postcards really take up, I think, a little less space than some of the knickknacks. Mm -hmm. But hey, I, I've got collections. So uh, let's see. Now, and if money were no object, where would you go? Uh, well, actually, if money were not an option, what would you do every day? Would you still be doing this, or is there something fun that you would include in your day? that you would do if you had all the money in the world. That is the beauty of what I created in the Self Center is mm -hmm. because that was the question I was asking myself was mm -hmm. if money were an option, if I had all the money in the world mm -hmm. and everything was covered, mm -hmm. what would I do? And it's this. This. Yeah, it's this. It's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. All right. Now, um, what do you want listeners to know that I did not ask you yet? Hmm. I think for me, it, the question would be, what what is something hard about what I do? Mm -hmm. And one of those things is shying away from the hard work. And sometimes it's internal. And mm -hmm. sometimes we don't want to look inside of ourselves mm -hmm. and kind of see what mm -hmm. what what is there in our closet with internally that we need to look at. And that is something that mm -hmm. I've done a lot of internal work myself, mm -hmm. a lot of what some people call shadow work, mm -hmm. and it has just made my life amazing. Mm -hmm. And I've become so blessed with looking at those scary things inside mm -hmm. myself and my past mm -hmm. and being able to bring them out and just kind of dissect them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the beauty of being a coach is that you never know what comes up. Like mm -hmm. you were saying, it's really about the client and that mm -hmm. connection that you have. Mm -hmm. You never know what comes up. And mm -hmm. sometimes the scary parts are also beautiful. Mm -hmm. And being able to look inside of yourself mm -hmm. and just do the work. Yeah, and just really helping people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Where do listeners and where can listeners and viewers connect with you online? Do you have an online pre uh, presence that they can connect with? I do. I'm on Instagram. You can find me at the Self Center. Center is spelled with an S, like sentir. Or I'm also on Facebook at the Self Center, and then also the selfcenter.com. And also I'm connected to Bohemian Place, so Instagram for them is bohemian.place. And anything that I do, they do, um, that we do con uh, collaboratively, you can find on both of our Instagrams. 
Okay, good. Now, um, last two questions. What does being organized mean to you? Mm, peace. <laughs> peace and, peace. yeah, yeah, the main thing would be peace and just this feeling of, like, which it's 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 beyond peace. It's like this, just like this comfortable feeling. Yeah, it's it's what would a sigh be? A relaxing sigh. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay, now actually, maybe I do have two more questions because I actually put the next two together. Where are you the least organized in your life or business? It can be either one. And then, what are you the most proud of? The most organized. We're talking about organization your least and your best my least organized space is my bedroom mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it becomes very chaotic a lot of times <laughs> I, I love making my bed in the morning um, but <laughs> sometimes you just don't have the time or yeah. things get crazy and I have four dogs which does not help <laughs> with making the bed um, my most like what I'm most proud of is my scheduling ability. Oh, my good. calendar mm-hmm. is, um, I don't do the color blocking, but mm-hmm. I kind of do. And it always, to me, it looks beautiful when it's mm-hmm. full. It looks beautiful when it's empty. Cause there's always things that can mm-hmm. fill it up, um, for myself or mm-hmm. for others. Yeah. It's the way you look at it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's my most prized ability of saying I am organized in my calendar and scheduling. <laughs> good. Good. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I sure did. And um, check her out online, and we will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for watching.